you have not become a patron of the Geocache Talk Network, what are you waiting for? Patron levels start as low as a bison tube level at $3 a month. To sign up is easy. Simply go to the Geocache Talk website and click on the Become a Patron button or go to patreon.com forward slash geocache talk. Patrons now get the famous blackout coin, invites to special events, and other really great items throughout the year. Become a patron today. Have you subscribed to FTF Magazine yet? FTF Magazine is the number one geocaching magazine available. It is a quarterly magazine that you can be part of. Submit your geocaching milestones and adventures to be published. FTF Magazine is also interactive with puzzles to solve and the hunt to find Spartacus. If you can solve the puzzle or find Spartacus, then you will be entered in to win a special path tag. Every new subscription, you will receive a special swag pack. Subscribing is easy. Just visit FTF's website, ftfgeo.com. Don't miss out and subscribe today. Welcome to Deep Dive where we dive deep into geocaching topics. Each episode features in-depth discussions and aims to provide a deeper understanding and appreciation of geocaching and to inspire listeners to explore new aspects of our great sport. And with me tonight, of course, is my co-host, Jesse, and our special guest, Dick, from Cashly. Good evening, gentlemen. Good evening. So glad to have you guys along, um, and Nick. It's it's been a it's been a minute, but we are so uh, grateful that you are with us tonight to talk about something that is near and dear to Jesse and I's heart. Oh yeah, the, the, <laughs> the great app of Cashly. No, um, I just with the GPS. I don't even use a phone. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's yeah. near and dear to my heart as well. I hope you know that. Oh, I know. You yes. <laughs> yeah. I I would assume so. Yes. Yeah, we uh we go we go way back. Um we just had our 7th anniversary show, but Nick and I went back and we we actually uh I had we had Nick on as uh a guest on the old show I was on with Cash Release, so oh. that's back in the way back. That was the 1.0 days, I think. That was the pre-show, wasn't it? Yeah, that was yeah, the other show. Pre-show. Long time ago. Long time ago. We won't talk about how long it's been. So anyway, um, so Jesse, you said you wanted us to, before we get started, you wanted yeah. to... Just probably... so everybody knows, we are going to get into some advanced stuff tonight. And Nick always yeah. shows us stuff, which I wouldn't think that you'd be able to show me stuff that I didn't know on there because I use it so much. But every time you come on, you're like, oh, you can do this. I'm like, oh, I didn't know that. Um, but... And for people who don't know that have joined us more recently or even joined geocaching recently, because we, we frequently have somebody that's brand new and they just jump on on Facebook and see this. So um, we're going to get into the deep dive stuff of cash tonight, as we promised, of course. But for those that haven't seen it, I think we should probably kind of go over what cash is. Cash is a geocaching app. It's been out for several years now. We talk about it frequently on this show. Um, it's only on iOS. So just, Hang in there if you're not an iOS person. One day you'll grow up and, you know, all that other stuff. But um, no. But anyway. Which, um, which is funny because Nicole, she's on. She's like, I'm an Android peasant. An Android peasant, yeah. It's cool to see how the other guys play. And we'll, uh, we, we kind of talked about it last week. I won't get into it. But two of the three of us on my road trip I just did a week or so ago uh, are we're Cashly users. The other person has a non-Apple phone. So there was constant banter back and forth of, of that. We ribbed each other pretty bad on that. But um, no, so anyway, 
Cashly's the, I don't know how we'd officially say it, but the premier geocaching app, it's the mm -hmm. one that we love all the time. When we're referencing geocaching on our phone, Gary and I personally, we're always talking about Cashly. Like during the shows that you hear us talking about it, that's what we're talking about. Um, Cashly is full featured, more than we could get into tonight. We'll be able to scratch the surface of some of the deep ones tonight, but um, it's a one-time fee. There's offline, there's um, offline maps are in there. There's Ooh, so yeah, many we're definitely going to talk about that. Maps. We always use every day. Um, for us, Cashly is the Cashly is the app to. If you have iOS, Cashly is the app. Um, oh yeah, yeah. If you have, we app, use yeah. it exclusively. Um, but it does more than like whenever I hear you got an update coming out, I'm shocked because I'm like, what else could you? What can we add? It's like cell phones coming out. And they're like, it's magic this year, next year, <laughs> it's magic again. Like, who said I needed needed these things? And you're like, oh crap, I do. Um, but yeah, it, it's amazing that you're able to keep adding those every year. But um, I don't really know how to boil Cashly down to a, a two minute elevator speech. I know that every time some I introduce somebody to geocaching, I go just just go ahead and download Cashly. You're going to get into this game anyway, so you might as well start there. Don't start somewhere else and have to have to learn something new. But it, it's the one we recommend all the time. Absolutely. So a couple things. Uh, our giveaway tonight later on we do will be. Of course, if you put hashtag Cashly, and yes, if you're an Android user, you can type hashtag Cashly, and you might okay. actually win. win. Prize, you can do it. What's that? To win a prize, you can do it, right? You can, you can yeah. To win a that. prize, we'll let you. Yeah, we're not going to ask you what your uh, your stated uh, for the you know for the record. You can you can win without it. So, um, couple. So again, a couple of things. We're gonna we're gonna dive into a lot of fascinating things about it some give you some real world uses and stories mm -hmm. but also tonight tonight is tip the developer night oh yeah so tonight we are doing so if you open up cashly i assume if you're watching you want to open up cashly um but at the bottom well, not bottom but in the more section there's a little button called tip the developer which i think still works right Right, Nick. It, it still, still works. Yes, it still works. So, uh, I'm going to be tipping the developer tonight, and I'm encouraging everyone to punch that button tonight. Punch that tip the developer button, and um, let's let's. Uh, well, let's and, give and what a tip. that does to help support Nick, you know, his team of 50 people that he has. 50. Right. On it time, right? <laughs> yeah. um, for, for people that don't know, Nick is not at the top of a team of people doing this. This is Nick. So we always mention on the show, but I always want to remember that. But this it's kind of like the uh, – what's the feature in YouTube that everybody uses now? The super tip thing? Oh, yeah. the yeah. You're watching a show and you're adding the chat. Yeah, for the yeah. chats. And stuff. Yeah. Those, uh, this is what it is for Cashly. So uh, if you've been using Cashly for years, you paid that $5 like 10 years ago. It's okay to tip them every once in a while. I'm just throwing that Absolutely. out there. <laughs> I appreciate I that, guys. Thank you. Is it still four ninety nine? Or it's still four ninety nine? Yep. Holy cow, man! You didn't get the memo. Everything in geocaching is going up now. Even HQ <laughs> is going up. That's it's true. <clears throat> I did get their email. Yes. Yes. <laughs> it, you you I, can. So that means based on that, you can you know add another dollar yours or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there'd be people complaining about that. You know. Yeah. yeah. It'd be silly uh, to complain for a $5 app that you're going to, it's not like $5 a month. It's a true. $5 app. 
Yeah, that's it. If it was $5 a month, I'd still probably be like, well, I got to have it. So I don't know what else I'm going to do. Yeah. Yeah. So Amber, that's really what tonight really the the boils down to tonight is why is it better than the regular app and we're we're going to get into that here in a minute um so we do have some questions keep the questions coming because that's part of what we're going to do tonight is we're going to intermix in um the chat rooms questions um so houston texas dave's asking but if you're an ai developer and i i i think you're just a regular app developer right nick you want to kind of tell people what you're what you're doing what you've been doing uh, or... yeah just just i developed for for ios so i don't know if you're talking about ai i was talking about like artificial intelligence well like a i guess maybe your real let's say your real job your uh, your day job versus your passion job sure <laughs> yeah <laughs> casually is not my my day job um so it's my side project um but it's it's a fun side project so yeah, yeah that's that's why we always say that you know, uh, it's not a huge team of people. It's just me working, um, in my free time on Cashly. So, uh, good, good things come to people that wait, uh, especially for the 8.0 version that's been taking over a year. So, (laughs) yep. So one of the things too, I think people don't realize is that you do have, I guess a good way to put it is you have sort of a team, but it's a team Mm -hmm. of, of testers. And so tell people real, before we get into some of the details of the app, tell people about what that has helped and and what it's been like to have um, your team of beta testers over the years. Sure. That, that has been one of the biggest helps of, of anything is I have a group of over 20 people uh, who have been helping for almost the entire time um, for eight years. And I will be developing features and submit it through Apple to what's called test flight, which all the beta uh, team members, they will get a new version and they can test the features. Then we also talk about it on Slack and um, I will tell them what I've changed, bug fixes, new features. um, And then they will tell me, Oh, this thing didn't work. You know, this thing was great. It did fix a problem I had previously. So it's just a discussion figuring out um, if the features are working, if the bug fixes were correct, they also, we, new features that they think would be a good idea and many many of the great features that are in cashly were suggestions by either my beta testers or just regular users on the facebook group in various places um i do not take credit for all the features that are in cashly that more more involved geocachers than i have suggested really great features that that i've built into cashly so yeah um again Keep questions coming. We'll get to them. Uh, Jesse, I'm going to mark some of these, so we'll get yeah, to them. Yeah, we can mark some. I'll start pinning them. Yeah. Yeah, there's a way to – I'm going to – I'm starting us. Uh, the cool thing about – we use StreamYard, and StreamYard gives us an opportunity. We can take questions. We can put them in a sort of a Q&A uh, nice. queue for us. So, Toby, thank you for, thank you for your question. We'll get to yours uh, mm-hmm. here in a little bit. So, thank you again. Keep the questions coming. Um, other people mentioning about just how they they love Cashly. Um, so, do you want to start, Jesse, with where where would you like to start? Let's. I think we can. Anything we do is gonna like tee Nick up to talk about. It. He knows this. You know, he knows about the ones he's talking about. So, why don't we start with this with Toby's question? So, okay, 
Pete, okay. that is, I can answer part of it, and then Nick can answer the better answer. So, sure. so is it possible to search for Cashly by County? Love Cashly. Have used it from the beginning. Um, I can tell you what I know about that, and then Nick can tell you what the, the true with everything is. Um, just went on a county run recently, and uh, you can absolutely, it's the offline maps. Let me know if I'm using the right terms, but the offline maps, which I bought at some point years ago, I think, when you first got it. Um, so we're going to Georgia, so downloaded the offline map of Georgia. And as I'm driving around, which I fully still, all the functions still work, filters and everything else in your list, I can see all the county lines clearly. They're clearly marked on all those. Um, and it's like they're in there, right? You know, you can see, you can tell where they are. Um, so by that sense, yeah, I can see all the ones that are in the county as long as I'm in that county at the time. Um, if the question is, can you search for a county somewhere else? I would still do the same thing, the offline maps that shows me exact county lines. Um, I, I don't know how else you'd want to search for them, but anything else related to counties, Nick, and that we do or don't know about yet? Yeah. So, yep. What you said was exactly right for the current version. Um, one thing I'll mention for our upcoming 8.0 version is there is a new counties feature. And this is for um, marking which counties you have found and which ones you haven't, um, as well as finding caches in the ones that you haven't. So oh, nice. um, well, you'll be awesome. able to import uh, your MyFinds GPX from geocaching.com. You can import offline lists. You can import other G uh, GPX files. You're basically bringing caches into the database. And then I have all the counties for the United States for Germany, for Australia, and for uh, the UK uh, in mm -hmm. Cashly. And we actually check the the uh, the bounds of every single county um, for all the caches that you import. And so it's it will then mark them on a map. So then you can actually view, um, say, by state. I live in Washington State. I could look at Washington. I could see all the counties that I found, and they will show up in, in green. Uh, the ones I haven't would show up in red. You can tap on them. You can view the caches you found. You can tap on the red ones and see that you haven't found. And then you can load new caches in well either of the counties. So if you have a red wow. county, you could load new caches there. You could go grab one of those real quick, and then it would turn to green once you found that. So it's going to be wow. a really nice feature uh, to more easily find the counties that you haven't found or just browse around for, you know, if am I close to a county line? Am I close to another county? Um, it's just going to be a helpful tool. So that's, that's something that com is coming in 8.0. First of all, that's awesome. For if you if you're yes. a county cashier at all, that's huge. That's a huge. I've heard so many people that are county cashers say, "I wish there was an easy way to do this or that." You know, they're same exact same thing you're just saying. That is awesome. I can just think of so many times I'm gonna. Oh yeah, that's an awesome feature. Um, uh, Strek two says in New England we have town challenges. Can you search by town? So did you make it like kind of match? There. No, uh, there's no way to search by town. Um, so that's not something that, that we've worked on. That's not their official counties. That's just a town challenge he's talking about, right? Yeah. 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 Cause they do. Yeah. So in Massachusetts, there is a, a way to do uh, a town challenge, but, um, I mean, there's... you can, you can use, so say you go to the map, you can actually, you know, you can search for like addresses and you can search for city yeah. and state if that's helpful you can just search for your city and state and then it will zoom their load caches for that city um and if that works that you know that would be helpful to you for that challenge and i've, I've seen a lot of those challenges like that but if there it's not something but those are pre-moratorium challenges pretty much anything that you can do post-moratorium it's got to be boundaries that are set like that so i doubt mm -hmm. that would right. got it 
yeah, one of the things we're talking about, and it's uh, to me, it's a uh, invaluable to purchase, and it's cheap. But um, if you want uh, to really enhance your Cashly experience, is to get the maps. So you can buy the maps, um, and you can buy the offline maps. Uh, as you can see, I've downloaded a few of them. I actually did British Columbia because I was got to go up to British Columbia and do some caching, so that was cool. But you can download all the different states, um, countries, and the beautiful thing is when you're in that uh, when you're in that area, then all of the let's see if I can give you an example. Here's an easy example. So if you're doing all the counties in Texas, for example, um, you can see all the counties show up. Yep. Yep. So, and you can really search closely. So if you're, if you're trying to decide whether something is close to a, a line, uh, you know, you can kind of look and see what you need to do. So it's really great. Uh, that's uh that new County feature is huge already. I know so many people that are into county caching. That's they're gonna love that. Yeah, I've I've had a a lot of beta testers that are really into county caching and they've been testing it. So we've been awesome changing things and finessing it for you know those kind of cachers. Yeah, that's awesome. So when you speaking of different uh, you know, beta testers or people who love um, the the app, one of the things, and we're, we'll talk more about the 8.0 maybe in a little while. Because uh, I know you're working on that, and I know people want to get an update of that as well. But one of the things that um, I know Jesse and I both have experienced, well, Jesse more recently because you went on a on a big trip uh, recently. But uh, when me and uh, Super Nate from Tennessee, we were in uh, Longview for the Texas um, County Texas County Texas Challenge event. And we were at the finishers event for everybody who's done all the counties, but we had some time together to geocache. So we were going around Longview and what we were doing was, and Nate's really good at this. He's so quick, but we are pulling up the, the caches in Longview, but at the same time we were pulling up adventure labs. And mm -hmm. let me tell you, there is nothing a glorious, more glorious than Cashly doing both. We're doing both. We're doing caches. There's a few, there weren't a lot, but there's a few in the town. And Nate's going, okay, we're, and all he had to do is tell me we're going to go to a, a geocache and he'd give me a, a name or whatever. And I could pull it up on mine. And then we would go, okay, um, there's an adventure lab right here. Click the button. And you could click the button for on on Cashly, and it says, mm -hmm. "Do you want to then switch to, to the Adventure Lab?" And so I would switch to the Adventure Lab, and we could. And here's the other thing that was amazing, um, is that within the little downtown area of Longview, there are meshed into the city. Oh yeah, multiple Adventure Labs. Hmm. There's a bunch, and they're all, of course, intertwined together. So we didn't have any issue though, because we weren't, all we had to do was we would just click on the icon on the Cashly page, tell it to open up the adventure lab. It took us to the appropriate adventure lab. We could then do it and we 
close that up and going on the next one. So as we went through town, we could use Cashly and we didn't have to like go from the Adventure Lab app and we didn't have to constantly going from, okay, well, which Adventure Lab is this one? I don't remember. Right. Yeah. It, it made things so streamlined because mm -hmm. we did not have to just, we did not have to stop and try to determine which when we were in, I was recently in Oklahoma city with some folks. And of course one of them is not a cashly user. So it's okay. Uh, we understand that, but it slows everything down. Cause they're like, well, which, which adventure lab am I in? It's like, I don't know. It's whichever one's right here. Cause there's, there's three, you know? So I love that. Uh, I love that feature, Nick, that, that you can just do whatever adventure lab is in front of you. I love yeah. this. I love that. Now, yeah, it makes it super easy to, to hunt for adventure labs, you know, right alongside with the actual geocaches too. So, yeah. Any changes to that coming up? No changes to that. Uh, HQ doesn't have any changes in their their API to allow mm -hmm. developers to do anything differently. So, um, unless there's any feature suggestions around, you know, making it better, what we're currently doing, uh, there's nothing changed. Cool. Yeah. I just just finished a trip where I got a lot of adventure labs and I didn't see anything that didn't work for me. It, it, all of them worked perfectly. And I was able to, just like you said, even when they intertwined with each other in town and like they overlap each other, yeah. it was still easy for me, at least when the ones that weren't sequential, but it was still easy for me to jump right back and forth. So easy. So the lab feature works great in there. I, I don't, I don't know what else you'd want to add right now until they add more features to the, the labs, you know, the adventures themselves. Yeah. It is, um, it is really, uh, it is really great. And I, it's, um, it's a great integration. You know, that's something too, I think we should, should also bring up is the fact that you um, being a authorized API developer for geocaching yeah. uh, uh, HQ, you're um, you have sort of, um, I don't know. You, you, I'll let you describe it, but basically, that there's certain things you're you're given, which is part of the beauty of being a developer. But also, you're kind of also you have to go by whatever their API is, whatever they're doing, right? So yeah, I guess explain to people a little bit about how how that even works. So sure. So yeah, you have to sign an agreement, and I think that they actually don't have the program open currently. But you know, you sign up as a uh, an actual registered developer, and then you have a partnership between uh, myself and with Geocaching HQ. And yeah, I have to follow the rules, uh, but I also get the freedom of using all their APIs. So we're actually authenticating with HQ, and then you have all the same things you would on the website. Your your account, you can pull down um, all the same kind of caches, uh, view your lists, your pocket queries, you know, all those kind of things. So. It's not just some other system that's not connected to uh, the main geocaching site. Um, but yeah, there's things we can't do. For example, we can't be like CGO and screen scrape the website uh, right. to get information as, as a basic user that premium users pay for, um, which is what CGO does. If I did that, I would lose uh, the partnership um, yeah. and, and that would break the terms of, of agreement. So there's yeah. things you can't do and um, which is, which is good. I mean, there's, there's reasons for that. So. Absolutely. Yeah. And then did, uh, and they, 
they obviously give you you work with their developers in the sense that they yeah. provide you with what you need and if you have any questions you can always yeah and if there's uh, bugs i mean i found over the years i found plenty of bugs and and you report them and um they get back to me right away and they fix them and they say thank you and you know it's 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 a win-win yeah, yeah. absolutely so um We've had a couple suggestions. Um, let me ask you about the uh, old Jim Starks asking us about there are county challenges that you need to find 10 or 100 caches in each county. An additional feature could be able to set a count and have the red green color be based on that count. So that's okay. an interesting idea. So instead of instead of it turning, it only turns green when you hit a default sure. set number kind it's coming like, um the, idea. like since i forget what it's called but uh date since last found or whatever like you can set your how long something hasn't been found right yeah yeah like if it hadn't been found in 90 days i want to know or two years i want to know sure yeah so obviously that's not something i've added yet but you could so you can say you click on washington state and then you see a list of all the counties it'll show how many caches you've found for each county so you could at quick glance, you could say, oh, well, here's all the counties I'm seeing that have over 100 or over. Um, so right. it, it wouldn't be too hard unless you're in Texas with so many counties. Yeah, uh, It would take you a while to scroll down. But for most most states, uh, it wouldn't be super hard. Yeah, so you're yeah that's a good the, suggestion. Uh, the county, yeah. when you tap on the county, it'll tell you, or the state, it'll tell you how many you found in each county? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, it, that, that's so you, start, you start out with a view of all your states um and you can see it'll say like uh 10 of 20 so you can know you've found uh 10 counties out of 20 then you can tap on the state you can see the list of all the counties or you can just view view all which shows a map and shows all the counties um, then you can start tapping on the counties on the map and it will um, allow you to drill down further into those okay very cool yeah, yeah. that's very cool uh then um creepy leech asked about Instead of light red, maybe DNF yellow and NM for and so needs maintenance and NA red. I think, which they're changing the, the labeling of now anyway, I believe. Are they the needs? So yeah, so that's the labeling I've updated for 8.0 to their new terms. Um, is this suggestion for the coloring of the dots for logs yeah. or? Yeah, I think you're saying the cone of the dots for like yeah we're, the logs. So yeah. DNF yellow, but the, the needs maintenance are got red. So shifting it, that'd be a shift over, I believe, of the. Yeah, I think at this point, I think people are used to the colors. So so any changes are going to confuse a lot of users, I think. Yeah, it makes sense. But like you're so used to seeing all those for so long now. Sure. I mean, you can change it to have the uh, the actual icons, for you know, smileys and frowny faces. Mm -hmm. You can you can do that. And then it would be yellow for for fines. <laughs> So you can change. Yeah. I was gonna say so. Like I leave it at the default, which is the smileys are yellow, um, the DN the DNFs are blue. It's yeah. not. Yeah, there you go. But you've got the icons, not just the dots, though. Yeah. So yours, uh, Gary, isn't the default. That oh, is it? Okay. Yeah, that option is just a, a toggle in settings to do it that way. Oh, okay. Gotcha. gotcha. That's the way I have mine too, though. I, I like seeing the smiley faces. Sure. Yeah. I like. Yeah, I like looking at the little smiley. So that's. Yeah, that's another great thing is you can, you know, you yeah, can do we're, we're cashers. We always want to see the little yellow smiley. So, yeah, we always see 
<laughs> so yeah, there's uh, uh, and so all right. Um, I guess let's step back a moment. Is there again? We're doing um, hashtag Cashly tonight for the giveaway uh, that we'll be doing at the end of the show. I will give you uh, update at that point because it doesn't really do any good to tell you early what the prizes are because we won't give the prize away. So we'll do that later. Um, so yeah, hashtag Cashly for that. Um, so a couple things I wanted to um, definitely uh, cover. And I know um, Nick kind of put together a list too of things that are sort of mm -hmm. tips and tricks and kind of the, the features. Um, I, I did want to make a note um, and then we'll get into some of those. One of the other ones that I wanted to mention is that I really do love the uh, templates because one of the things that I do is um, I, I will cash with different groups. So I'll either cash with sometimes the geocache talk network folks, or I'll go with, with what we call the Motley caching crew. And so I've created templates so that, um, when we go to a spot and we find a cache, I can easily put my text template of found. And it also yeah. gives me, it, when I don't find one and I am tempted to put something else, I the template keeps me on track in the fact that I just didn't have any luck today. And this is something I have to do is that I'm always tempted to go, this cash is gone. I can tell you this cash is gone. I know it's gone, but I can't do that. Yeah, let's gotta put send that login. <laughs> yeah, so I gotta temper myself and go, you know what? I personally just didn't have any luck today. And so I'm gonna stay in my I'm stay in my lane. And I'm gonna say, you know, sometimes I suck at geocaching, and so I'm just gonna stay with that. But I really do like um having these various text templates available. Yeah. Now what I'll do is, um, is, and I know I'll just get what your, your real word, real world use of this is, but I will um, then augment. I, I like giving the information to the cash owner of some of the basics of here's our group. We're here for this particular weekend for this particular purpose. And then, I usually will then augment from that. Then I don't have to keep writing that part, but then I can put the experience of finding that particular cache. So yeah. is that something, is that the way you do it, Jesse? Or Yeah. And um, <clears throat> I believe originally you could only have one text template, like kind of queued up and ready. Right. But now you can have multiple. Cause I think I have one for events, DNF and found it like preset yep. already. Um, but I think originally it wouldn't, You've advanced it even since then, but yeah, that's the same thing I do. And it, it helps me. Mine's a cue. So I do initial blurb. Thank you. And, you know, put in the keywords and everything else. Cause it'll the date and all that other stuff. You got it all filled in. Um, you know, thank you for doing it. Well, I always appreciate people hiding geocaches. And then I have mine set up in sections like um, where I report on the conditions of the log, the cache container itself and the setting. And then, you know, a, a, a footer at the bottom. So mine, when I pull it up, I, it prompts me each time to actually give information about all three of those things, mm. you know, and then I can fill in from there. But um, you got to remember what you have in your log, because if you <laughs> if you forget and then you go cash with another group, then you've got them all signed wrong. Yeah. 
we'll go back and fix them later or something. I've done that. Um, but uh, no, yeah, that's exactly how I do it. That helps me not have a little short log. And then I can always go back and add more stuff later when I go on the computer. Uh, yeah. Exactly. But uh, I did notice that you allow, is it 11 now photos in a log? Is the, the limit the 10 or 11 maybe? I think... Or no, I don't maybe, remember what it is. I don't. I don't know if there is a limit. It. Um. I know it'll allow multiple photos uh, attached. Yeah, to you, you can add quite a few. I don't remember what the limit is, and if the API prevents a certain amount. Um, yeah, it's right. been a while since I added that feature. Yeah, I. I was testing it out when we were caching last week. I was seeing how many you know add four, five, six pictures at one time with a log, and it saves me from going back later. A lot of times I'll go back later and add all my photos. Like when I get home and decide, but uh, yeah, that's that's a good feature too. Very cool. Uh, so, do you want to, Nick? Is this a? Do you want to start kind of discussing? Sure. Some of your some of your list, and we'll kind of go through and we'll kind of. Yeah. You know, talk talk about some items that. Um, okay. You kind of you kind of put this together through things that you found, but also what some of your testers did too right yeah the, the te my beta testers actually reminded me about some features oh, cool. that i that i had forgotten about <laughs> in your own app that's cool. yeah yeah there's so no summarize everything you have so many features in this thing there's no way you could true yeah true. they could all be at the forefront anyway true <laughs> um so a bunch of the ones that i have at the start here have to do with uh long pressing um so there's multiple places multiple places in cache where you can long press and it will uh do an action so one of my favorite ones is long pressing on the map layers button. So mm -hmm. if you're looking at the map, you long you press your thumb or whatever on the map layers button and it will pop up uh, a little dialogue and it shows you your recent maps. So I use this to toggle between offline maps and satellite maps, uh, mm -hmm. usually Google satellite maps. So oh, cool. you can easily toggle between the two by long pressing and then you just tap the one that you previously were using. And then if you want to switch back, you hold again, and then you see they actually will switch positions and then the most recent used one will move to the top. Um, and it's just a quick and easy way to move through actually your last three maps uh, is what it saves. And if you use more than that, the oldest ones will just start dropping off the list and you'll just have the, the three most uh, recent. Um, and in that same menu is an options button and that will quickly give you options to uh, toggle cache radius uh, circles, as well as toggle corrected coordinates. If somebody wants to see uh, like a geo art or something. So oh, wow. that is my first favorite feature of kind of hidden things that are for long pressing. Um, yeah. Did you want me Very to continue cool. with, with, with more yeah, of my list? Yeah, let's, let's do continue. Definitely. If you want to hear these, I knew that one. So I feel good. I knew about that. Okay. One. I use that one a lot. And I use the same <laughs> thing offline when I'm switching offline satellite or hybrid, you know, I'm switching those yeah. maps. I use that long press for that. And that's cool. Yep. Um, one other long press one is long press on the map and it drops a pin. Um, yep. Most people have probably seen that, but one thing you can do within that once it drops and it pops up kind of this, uh, it pops up a coordinate, um, you can tap the button on the right side of it, which is the dot, dot, dot button. Um, mm -hmm. And you can create an offline geocache. Mm -hmm. So if you want to mark your car, you want to mark actually a hide that you did because Cashly um, can't actually create geocaches. You have to do that on the website. No app can do that. Um, 
But if you want to hide a cache and you want to mark the actual coordinates and the location, just create an offline geocache. And then you can enter in information, what cache type, um, how large it is, you know, difficulty, all the details, uh, and save that in the database. And then later when you go to geocaching.com, you can use all that information and enter it in their website and create your cache. So that's another thing that I always use when I do hides is yes. offline geocache. Uh, I do too. I do exactly that same thing, Nick. And in fact, recently I did a couple um, spots where I I drove to a spot. And I go, you know what? This is this will work. And did the very thing, I just, like you said, clicked, created a an offline geocache, and then went back and used it. So that's yeah. that is a great tool. I use that all the time. I got I just looked at it. I've got fifty nine saved locations right now. <laughs> Nice. Oh, I didn't know you could look at it. How do you look at all the locations you've saved? Is there a way it's, to do that? Uh, yeah. Well, you can. So one of the options is saved locations, which is kind of an older feature that didn't allow as much flexibility. Oh, and then you can now. then you can view all those, but you can also do the create offline geocache and you can save those into an offline list that you create mm -hmm. and then oh, you can sweet. filter them and do different things. But I also even use the offline geocaches in locations where there is no geocaches and my family and I will mark a waterfall or mark something that we're going to go navigate to. Oh um, yeah. So I use it. I use it all the time. I have a bunch. Of, I have a bunch of both saved. You know, I've, I've done the. I've built most of all the recent geocache I've done. I've started that way. And I always double check and triple check coordinates yeah. and everything else. But yeah. I come across something, whether it's like this is gonna be a multi Earth cache or whatever. I do this. I do the type and everything. You have the whole and then saving the offline list as the type that you're trying to hide. Like exactly. if I was gonna do two or three different types in an area, yeah, yep. it's extremely helpful for that. Yeah. Yeah. Cause a lot of the ones that I, I hide, I like to hide geocaches myself when I go on like backpacking trips with friends, mm -hmm. um, you know, way out in the middle of nowhere where I have no cell service. So I always mm -hmm. have to create the offline geocache to mark my yeah. location. Then I'll double check it. Like you're saying on the website. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's helpful. Very helpful. No. Yeah. That's, that's a good one. I figured people might know about that one. I found it by accident where you could drop a pin. Cause I was just playing around. <laughs> on the... Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. And if you drop it and you, you're like, oh, that's not, not exactly where I wanted to drop it, you can press on it and then you can drag it around the map too if you nice. want to move it. So, um, okay, I'll go back to my list here of a few more yep. things. So go for it. On the cache details screen, so that means you have loaded some caches or you're looking at an offline list, list and you choose a cache um, and then you're seeing the details. There's a couple of places there that have um, some long press uh, options. So the cache type, or sorry, the cache code at the very top of the screen, you can long press and copy that to the clipboard on your phone if you want to send that to a friend. Um, you can long press on the favorite heart section uh, for a Ooh. cache that you found, and that will favorite that cache. Um, it'll also unfavorite oh, that wow. if you previously favorited it and you want to remove oh. that favorite. I did not know that. That's cool. You can hold down on that. Yep. I wish I'd have known that. That's a very, <laughs> Save I, you. Like I forgot to do the thing when I've logged it before. My favorite, I'm like, oh, now I got to go onto the website and do it. No, and do no quick and cashly, just quick. So many um, times. <laughs> yeah. There's, uh, if you want to copy the coordinates, uh, there's two things for the coordinates that you're seeing. If you just single tap, it will cycle through different coordinate formats um, oh that you God. can see. And then if you long press on one of those, it will copy that to the uh text clipboard on your phone. So I use that for various things. Um, wow. 
And then one thing that most people probably don't know about. So if you are uh, going to a cache that you found maybe a long time ago, say you found it like five years ago and you're like thinking, what? I wonder what I wrote for my log. Um, do I really want to scroll through all these logs and search for it? Um, if you just tap on the cache icon type at the top right of the detail screen, it will take you to the my log screen and show you your logs. Well, all your logs, um, even if you do, it wasn't defined, if it was a needs maintenance or write note or something like that, um, you should be. My logs are friends logs. Yeah, oh. and you can see your friends logs. So it's it's a That's quick cool. way. It's a quick way to do it. And there's a long way if you if you tap on the logs screen and not on the bottom, but if you tap on the logs for the cache, then there's a user icon up on the top right that does give you those options. But um, mm -hmm. just tapping on the cache type icon is the quick way to do it. So that is awesome. Cache type icon. Okay. Yeah, that is really awesome. Wow. Yeah. Now I'm going to long press on every single thing on the screen because <laughs> there's so many hidden things. Oh man, that's awesome. Okay, keep, I'm sorry. Oh, Go uh, that's that's see. really good. Keep going. Okay, done. We're done with the long presses. Uh, I'm okay. I, I finished that list. So one thing <laughs> that so okay, I have to be transparent here. I haven't personally used this next feature because I have not been in a country that's not English speaking and geocached. But right. for those people that want to translate, uh, Cashly has the option to use Google Translate for descriptions and hints and waypoints and logs. So if you are an English speaker and you go to Germany and you want to translate the logs, you tap the little dot, dot, dot button and there's the op option to translate with Google. Um, or if you are a non-English speaker and you come to you know an English speaking country, you can do, do the opposite. So, oh, neat. Yeah, so I think that's a helpful helpful feature. I know a lot of people yes. appreciated that. That's that good. worked great too. I just did it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Good. Test. I, yeah, I'm following along as we're. I'm I'm learning. That's what I was doing too. <laughs> that's why I try to show some screens to kind of help. It's, it's with, seamlessly uh, too. You could easily pull up the. It's just the three dots. Yeah. yeah. I wish I wish I knew a better way to be showing these features. I wish there was a you know could have my my phone up there or something. Um, oh, you're fine. And then. Another one that probably not a lot of people use, but it's probably not even too well known, is that you can add uh, custom map tile URLs. So, you know, when you tap the map layers button, there's all these different map types. Mm -hmm. But there's a lot yeah. of map services in the world that maybe I haven't built into Cashly. Um, I know other countries, they have different mapping services and they provide free um, what's called a tile uh, URL. And uh, they have these little special characters that will replace the X, Y, and Z of the images. And you can just paste in that URL um, into that section, and then you can view that map. So I know, I think it was uh, Switzerland, there were some users that really liked this map from Switzerland that had different layers and different things on there, uh, but I didn't yes. provide that in Cashly. So I told them about this feature, and they were able to just save that, and then they can just go back and refer to it, um, and it's in their map list um, of okay. the layers. And then they can switch back and forth if they long press on the the uh, mm -hmm. the layers icon. So um, nice. that's another feature that's kind of hidden and, and kind of um, you know not something everybody needs to use, but it's it's a powerful feature for those that want it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Custom tile URL. Yeah. 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 Cause there's some on here that I know that, and I know Jesse, I'll, I flip between the, the state maps and sometimes the satellites. Cause I'm, 
I need a little mm-hmm. bit of information in that, in that kind of, you know, to clarify what I'm looking at. So it's so easy to just flip between them, but just, you just don't think twice about it, which is great. Yeah. Between the satellite or the topography. I don't know. Topography is bigger for. Uh, right. Yeah. Did, did you, did you notice that a lot? Cause when you were, when you lived in Colorado and you're, you're hiking, did you kind of sort of just make note of how many little lines you're crossing to try to go up a hill, you know, or, <laughs> Yeah, we did use topographic maps and a lot of them out there. So a lot of caches and puzzles out there, it was big because they were based on that. So the whole puzzle, so you're used to doing that anyway. And some of the puzzles are actually based on those type maps out there. They right. do lane nav stuff and everything else. So very helpful for that. Yeah. And remember with uh, premium offline maps, you can download those hill shades and uh, top of lines. Mm-hmm. Even, cool. even if you're out of cell signal range, you can still access your maps. Yeah. Yeah, that's something I'll let you get back in, into the list there, Nick. But that's one thing that I, I I think it's one of the most asked items when somebody asks me about using Cashly versus using some sort of GPS R. I don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> but they're um but they're always like, Oh well, when you're when you're out in the middle of nowhere in Texas, you have to use a GPS R to find a cache. I'm like I don't, I never no. use one of those. I mean, I, uh, now I plan. <laughs> In fact, there were some caches and I've talked about, you know, we'll get into it tonight, but I, I, there's some, there's some spots in Texas where you better offline some of those, of those caches because there is oh, no yeah. segments, there's no cell signal. Yeah. Oh, but, yeah. But of course, the joke is that uh, you know, there's the satellites are still up in the space in space, so they're not going anywhere. So, That's true. Yeah. You know, that is a we we kind of forget the fact that it is kind of cool that iPhones and I guess really pretty much all phones now, but iPhones have this you know they have the GPS in them oh. that basically will find you know find these find the GPS signals okay. satellites without you know obviously we don't need you know they'll they'll do them automatically which I love so yeah let's get back to the list as we're gonna run out of time I don't okay yeah, all these Keep going Nick. New stuff. Okay, so uh, let's see here. Uh, highlighting caches. So I, I assume most people know about this, but you can, um, and you often find it uh, the easiest in, excuse me, in the the long press menus. So if you want to highlight some caches, say a certain color, because you want to mark them um, as blue, because you're going to find them on a on a trip coming up. Um, you can either highlight in bulk by seeing a bunch of caches on the map and then tap the dot, dot, dot button and then choose to highlight. Um, or you can do them individually, but it's just a way, I think there's 20 different colors. It's just a way to um, mark different caches for your own purposes. And you can even rename the highlights um, to you know coordinate with what, what <coughs> excuse me, with what, what they're meaning. You can do colors highlight colors so that's yeah. kind of cool yep nice thank you that. gary for saving me that, during my coughing fit you're fine i mean it's it, it's it's a cool way to do it obviously so oh yeah and if you accidentally add an extra one to it you can go in individually and remove the highlight as well yeah 
And, and there's lots of things you can do with that. People use it for so many different purposes. Um, and, and if you, they're in an offline list, you can filter just by a certain color and only show that color of highlighted caches. And it's, it's a, it's a big feature all across Cashly and, and they're, they're shown everywhere. So if you added it to an offline cache and then you loaded that cache online, you would see it on that one as well. It's, it's actually, and it's actually synced across devices. So if you're using an iPhone and an iPad on the same, um, app store account, you would mm -hmm. actually see the highlights on both devices. And so as long as it stays highlighted, like I go out of Cashly and I don't turn it back on until tomorrow, that highlight will still be there. Correct. Yep. Until I remove it, it's still there. That's pretty cool. Yep. Yeah. Love it. All right. All right. All right. Um, let's keep going. Okay. Uh, Another one that was, I think it was added in 7.0, um, was that you can add images to your personal notes. So this is not a, something that HQ necessarily has an API for, but it actually uses the, um, iCloud drive. So it does require that you use iCloud or have an iCloud account and you're, and you're logged in on your device, but you can go to the personal notes section and then you will see a little, uh, plus button on the bottom and you can actually save your images right there that will be associated with that cache. So, um, you know, people use images for various reasons to, uh, you know, save information about a cache. So I, I know at least from my beta testers and other people I've seen online, it's been a really helpful feature. Um, and those are saved, um, you know, iCloud Drive, like I said, so you could actually go on your computer, on your Mac, and you can actually see the images there as well if you need to. Um, and those are actually synced across devices as well. So add them on your iPhone. You can see them on your other iPad, um, things like that. And that's, that's with the syncing I'm talking about. That's for your app store account. That is not, for, or your Apple account. That's not for your geocaching account that you're logged in. Right. With. Mm, so gotcha. That's the difference. Very cool. Yeah. I like that. Well, it's always good to be able to take those notes, especially when you're out in a big series caching, you know, it's hard to, remember the individual details, but you may not want to put it into your log yet. So that's sure. The more information you can add in there, the better. Yep. And one other thing. So while I'm talking about personal notes is, um, people will put coordinates in their, their personal notes. Um, they might do some figuring and figure out uh, puzzle yep. cache and make notes in there and then actually write out the coordinate of the, the final find. Um, and that will actually highlight in green and it will be tappable. You can tap that and you can save it as corrected coordinates right nice. from that screen. So it's a really uh, quick and easy way to do that action and to, you know, not to copy and paste that or, or flip screens and type it back and forth. Um, it's a really quick tool. Yeah. I need to remember that. I'm always like, well, we'll do a multi or something. So we'll jump back in the car and we're like trying to figure it out on like a scrap of paper that I got yeah. off for the car and like this little <laughs> part of a pencil on the armrest. And I could just do all those notes right there. <laughs> yeah, right in your personal yeah. notes. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I've never even thought about doing it that way before, which I don't know why, because, you know, it's <laughs> obvious. Yep. Yeah. Things you learn. This is a good point, too. I don't want to bring it up from the chat room, but Ms. Weaver. Ms. We Ms. Weaver. I like that. Uh, she knew. They use yeah. What's that? She knew about the feature. Nick told me yeah. information. Forgot to favorite. You know, that's something too that's really uh, I like is the fact that if I am somewhere 
and it was sort of maybe not planned fully or we wanted to sort of augment where we're at is I can do a quick search of our area and I can obviously search down to favorite points and things like that. Yeah. It's always been a, always been a great feature. So, Oh yeah. Huge. Yeah. Okay. What else we got? All right. Uh, one thing that I think a lot of people know, but some people, especially new users might not realize is that there's, there's route sharing features in Cashly. So when you're navigating to a cache and you get to that navigate screen where you see the line drawn between your current location and the cache, um, up on the top right is that dot, dot, dot menu again. And if you tap mm -hmm. that, it will show you um, a bunch of mapping apps if you have them installed on your phone. So like Apple Maps, Google Maps, Waze, um, yep. Guru, a bunch of maps that we integrate with. And it will send the coordinate. If you choose, it will send the coordinates to those, you know, turn by turn directions uh, type of apps. And then you can more easily navigate and get to those caches, especially driving. So it and um, in our 8.0 version, it will also work with Tesla. So oh wow, very yeah. cool. So that'll That's be a new, a new option. I was gonna go buy a Tesla, but I've been waiting on this to. <laughs> Now's <laughs> your chance. Yeah, I better rush out and get one now. But no, I uh, I am not getting rid of my Jeep for anything. It's and it goes with this perfectly. It's got the screen, so I'll I'll navigate like this. Yeah. Hit Apple Maps. And what's the coolest thing? And I think you did it in 7.0. I'm not sure. It may have been earlier, but now it doesn't just like take you to the dot. It says the cache name on your navigation screen. So, yeah. You know, oh, that's so cool. You're like, oh, I don't know why it's cool, but it is. <laughs> it is cool. Random dot with, you know, coordinates. It actually says GC, whatever, you know. Yeah. Are you talking about in CarPlay? Yeah. Yeah. In your CarPlay. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's passing that information to mm -hmm. Apple Maps and then it will display on CarPlay. Yeah. So that's the nice thing, even though like I've tried to get, um, I've tried to apply for the actual CarPlay developer kit with Apple so I can do more and have an actual Cashly app in CarPlay. But oh, yeah. even though I haven't been able to do that yet, yes, when you, when you ask Cashly to route with your vehicle, it will push it to CarPlay. And so you can mm -hmm. be seeing that on your screen, you know, on, on many different vehicles, which is, which is really nice. Oh yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, I would love to see what you could do with it when you get to work with Apple CarPlay, you know. Just I, I would too, but they, they like tightly hold on to that developer's kit uh, and only allow it for certain uses because they don't want people distracted by the screen. So I have to be careful about like what I say when I apply to it. And I've tried two times. I just did did it for the third time the other day. I tried to apply for the program again. So we'll see what happens. I, I guess I get what they're saying, you know, but yeah. But I mean, there's other things you're, you're using Apple maps on CarPlay to search for like a 7-Eleven or a McDonald's and you're, you're, yeah. you know, you're looking at the screen and tapping and, mm -hmm. you know, it's still kind of distracted driving no matter what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. it is. We'll just not talk about that part though. Okay. <laughs> you have to coordinate you in trouble. Yep. All right. Uh, any other features that we may not know? Yeah. So proximity alert is one that, um, people might know about, but it's, um, so if you want to be alerted to being, uh, close to a cache, but you want to put your phone in your pocket, um, mm -hmm. and you're navigating to a cache, uh, you can, um, tap on, there's a little, a little icon that looks like some circles with a few caches. It's, it's on the bottom right of your map. It'll be a new icon. Um, right. or you can long press on it and it will turn on. Um, and then you can turn off your phone, put it in your pocket. If you have an Apple Watch, it also integrates with that. And when you get to, I think, uh, within 
what the default is 100 feet or something like that. I just have to look again, but it'll actually alert you. So it'll alert on your phone, it'll alert on your watch, and it will let you know that you've come within that radius. Um, so a lot of people use that when they're, you know, they're riding a bike and skiing. they are, don't want to like, yeah, skiing, something like that. And they don't want to like pass a cache, even hiking, um, anything like that, where, you know, a cache is coming. You don't want to sit there and hold your phone and just look at it, um, the whole time, but it's, it's really nice. And you can also do it in an offline list and you can make it alert you for multiple caches. So say you're on a trail and you know, there's five caches coming up. You could just turn it on, put it in your pocket look at your Apple watch and see which cache you just came kind of within the proximity of, and you can change some parameters. You can make it within a smaller radius. So if you really want to be exact and say, Oh, within 10 feet, you know, you could do that kind of thing too. There's lots of different options. Um, and also different sounds you can set for the alerts, uh, that it makes. So yeah, yeah, that's a fun feature. I I had a feature of this feature. So you said you're going to be working with Tesla. And oh. you're driving down the road and you can get in proximity. Can you just tell it, drive me to the next cache? Uh, Already, can't we? Just not not currently, the- but that's that's something I could add. So if you had a Tesla, you could just turn on cache and it'll just drive you to every cache that you come by. And yeah, you stop. could be sitting in the back seat, you know, hand, hands-free in your Tesla. That's right. <laughs> I mean, I'm not, it's not impossible. I'm just saying. Yeah. And disclaimer, I don't have a Tesla personally. So I had to have... Oh. Sorry, Cashly has not bought me a Tesla. Dang it. Yeah, newsflash. Uh, but I do have a beta tester who has one. So I would have to like change these little things in Cashly and then do another uh, beta. And then he would test it and say, oh, it didn't work. And I would have to, it was like working in blind for a while because I had, yeah. it was actually no clue like how Tesla was integrating because it wasn't that easy. Anyways, we figured it out finally and it worked for him. So that's wild. Yeah. I think I want a Tesla that has a button on it and says, take me to a cash. Take me to a cash. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to get there. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> that would make county caching so much easier. Gosh, just, it would. Take me to the next county. Yeah, just wake me when I get to the cache. Perfect. <laughs> That's that must be for nine point oh. We'll wait. We'll yeah. Wait. Yeah. Nine point oh. There you go. So, uh, how much time do we have for my list here? Uh, uh, if Gary would be quiet. We'd have a lot of time. Go for keep it. Keep going. <laughs> uh, hey, well, if if going, we only have two minutes left, two. I have I have the last feature that. Is uh, we we got a we got a little bit. Go ahead. Dude. We can go a few minutes. We'll just, okay. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Keep going. Okay. I got, I got two more then. So go ahead. if you're Sounds using good. uh premium offline maps, there's actually a way to load multiple maps at the same time. Um, oh. And wow. So say you are in. I'll use my contacts because I'm in Washington. If you want to use Washington and Oregon, you want to load them at the same time. Um, normally, you just tap one of them and it will load that single map. But when you go to the map uh, list screen or the map layers screen up on the top left is an edit button. If you tap the edit button, it'll bring you into interface where you can tap a a couple of the maps. You could choose them all if you really wanted to Um, and then hit done. And then it will load. There you go. Mm -hmm. It will load multiple maps at the same time. Um, Oh, wow. That's awesome. So it's helpful for maps that are close to each other. Uh, There is some overlapping issues. Say you load Washington state and Florida you're going to yeah. get some strange overlap because geographically those are so far apart. So right. I wouldn't recommend that. Um, but, but like here, Texas and Arkansas. So yeah. could, because we're right next to each other. Okay. Yeah. So, right. and, and there is an offline maps. There is some larger sections of States that are together. Like there's a, a, a Northeast map and a Northwest map that includes oh, multiple right. States already in that download, but not everybody wants to download, you know, a two gig file. Yeah. So. 
Yeah. But it's again, it's good when you're doing two, if you're kind of skirting the line on two states, and yep. you're doing some of those, want to make sure you're over the border of two states, it makes a big difference. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Nice. So, okay. All right. And the last one, last but not least, on Christmas Day, your finds will turn into yes. Santa hats. We'll have Santa hats on them. I know. I love oh. it. I love that. <laughs> People don't see that one until December 25, but uh, make yeah. sure you pay attention to that on, on Christmas Day. Yep. I love it. That's great. The Santa um, hats. I always love that. Is there anything that we missed that you want to hit, though? Um, that was my list of things that I wrote down. I'm trying to think anything else I missed. No, no. I, I, I want to reassure people about 8.0 that yeah i've been i've been working on it for for over a year now and it is definitely still in the works it's uh i've almost been releasing betas every two days now to my beta testers um just some of these features like the the counties feature has been very complex um Mm -hmm. the united states alone has like over six thousand counties um so i had to gather over six thousand county you know, bounds of all the counties and make sure they were correct. And then we would run into issues like Connecticut having uh, the county cashers don't use the eight actual counties. They use the nine uh, municipal something that's not real counties, but they use those for their challenges instead. So there are all these kind of little things that have taken time to really get right and, and not screw up for the people that are really caring about counties. So even just that feature alone has probably been working on it for six months. So I would assume Anyways. along those lines, I would assume this would be another one of those impossible things. People probably suggest things a lot of times that sound real simple, but are like hugely ridiculous on the back end. I'm yeah. sure there's several elements you can't do. Is, have y'all ever talked about the uh, like DeLorme challenge, that old challenge is still around there, but they had the old DeLorme map book. That's that's not even official lines of anything, right? So there's no yeah no way to use that at all, is there? Um, I've, I've looked into that actually, because people have talked about that and, and it's essentially, I could just layer that over the map mm-hmm. and, you know, but yeah, the accuracy of that, where you really get close and zoom in, I mean, you're, you're referring to pages in a book, right? Right. right. Um, so I mean, yeah, it, it's definitely possible, but I think last time I looked into that, somebody was saying that there's only one of those challenges left. Um, huh. I, I thought, but, uh, but, but you know what? it's something that wouldn't be too hard to add. It's, it's something I have looked into. I have all the files actually that have the pages that I can overlay over a map. Um, yeah. I just haven't gotten too serious about it because there's only been a few people who have asked me about it. So yeah, I didn't even think about them being gone. Those old challenges. Yeah. yeah. I, I could be wrong, but I thought somebody told me there was only one left. That's wild. There used to be a bunch of them. Yeah. Please, somebody please correct me because I'm probably wrong, but I, I, I could have sworn that was the case. Uh, I don't there's, know. There's 57 that I can see just from a. Are those those pre moratorium, Jesse, you think? Uh, I, well, yeah, because you couldn't do that now. Okay. So okay. Maybe, maybe that's what the person that was telling me meant. Yeah. No yeah, you longer. can't do it anymore. So I just did a quick search and it looks like. With the title Delorme in it and it being labeled as a challenge cache, there's 57 that show up immediately. Um, And there's actually some that are not even, there's one in Sweden and one in France, which, okay. I don't know why they'd be doing Delorme challenge, but whatever. Yeah, really. They travel a lot, apparently. 
uh, Jim saying yeah. they had one. There was one in Ohio, but it's gone. So the Lauren pages are still there. They just don't have the challenge. So all right, yeah. yeah. Well, it's it's worth me revisiting for sure. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's awesome. Thank you so much, Nick. Um, we're gonna do we're gonna do the giveaway, but I know we're excited and know what it takes to get 8.0 done. I know it's a lot of work and uh, we appreciate you coming on and giving us sort of an update. And, and uh, you know, obviously, you know, we um, will keep in touch and we look forward to uh, hearing about that when it, when it does come out, do you have like a quarter? Do you, you want to do Q3 or Q4 or not, not to that point where you could tell us I, what quarter <clears throat> came out? I've learned that I should stop estimating when I'm going to release it because I think I estimated I was going to release it in 2022 and then all these people got mad and they're like, well, you said this. And I was like, I I was just transparent. I was like, Hey, life gets in the way you get a new job. I have children. I have a wife. I have family. Uh, my life is not dedicated only solely to Cashly. So I'm sorry, but uh, real things happen and you know, timelines get pushed back and that was just, I was just being honest and everybody else on that Facebook post was saying, Hey, that's, that's great. You know, um, don't worry. We about agree. This poster. Yeah. So, anyways. So uh, yeah, I'm not going to say because it will probably be wrong. <laughs> That's fine. Yeah. It will come out when it does and we will get, and we will get it. It'll become an, it'll become a update on our phones it at will. that time. Yeah. <laughs> um, All right. I know we, I just want to hit one more thing real quick. I know it's not, yeah, go for it. but for people that may be investigating Cashly, you know, we're not trying to sell Cashly here. We talk about Cashly all the time. Obviously, we're getting behind the scenes information now. But um, one of the things that's different about Cashly than some of the other ones, and I'm not bagging on any other ones. I just know this for a fact about Cashly. Nick is on the other end. So if you go into the, I, I think it's the more tab and scroll yep. all the way down, that's where that help and support is. And uh, mm-hmm. there's somebody on the other end of that, right? I don't mean it's calling Nick at his house, but like there's people that, quickly in the Facebook group too. There's so much information around this and you can actually, that's where you get a lot of good information, right? Nick, people send you information and go, is this a thing? And uh, a lot of the features have come out of that. So I just want to make sure everybody knew that that was actually in there. It's not like you have to call some 1-800 number right in the app. It's you can send information like, Hey, this is great. Or what about this? So. Yeah. And, and like you said, there's support forums. There is the Facebook group, but there's also the contact support option, which sends an email right to me. Right. So I just for anybody that happened to be stumbling on this, I want to make sure that that was part of it as well. Yeah, that that is tremendous. And Nick's always you've man, you've always been quick to do that, and we appreciate you um, your support that you do provide on top of raising a family and <laughs> yeah, keeping the keeping the bills paid and everything else. So that's awesome. Uh, all right. Well, cool. Um, let's do our giveaway. If you'd like to be in entered, uh, we'll be clicking on the button here. Uh, yep. Thanks, Jim. Hit the like button. Yep, definitely for this show. And uh, the the giveaway tool, I will bring it up and we will get a winner. So let me bring up the giveaway. Hashtag Cashly tonight was the entry. So you've got about five seconds. And, um, again, I've got some, I got some coins. Uh, if you win, I'll get with you and give you some options, but I have some of our older coins and I have some coins from cash fest last year. I love the, um, 
Still have a few of the bisons. Love the little bisons, the copper and the silver bisons. Kind of cute. Those are cool. I like those. So, all right. Here we go. Bring it up. Round and round it goes, Jesse, and where it stops, we don't know because it's just a cool app that they give us for StreamYard. Yeah. There we go. Is it spins? It's spinning. It's spinning. It's spinning. Royals fan. He's in here tonight. Yeah, we saw him. Uh, there we go. Yay. There go. <laughs> Very cool. All right. Uh, so, again, thanks so much, Nick. We look forward to things in the future. And, again, Thank you for giving us your, your your the updates and everything is really helpful and reminding us of some of the items that even Jesse and I who use it all the time we we forget some of these and I'm glad we brought them up tonight. Oh yeah, thank you guys, appreciate it. Yep, thanks. Yep. Anything, Jesse? We ready to yeah, go? I mean, like I'm not trying to do a sales pitch for Cashly, but like we Gary and I I'm buy it. I'm okay with that. Every time a new Me one too. comes out, any if there's a new, you know geocaching app that came out tomorrow we're going to try every single one because we do a report on it and everything else right but i couldn't imagine how you would have an ios phone and not spend five bucks which everybody raves about cash they're like oh i'll just i'll just stick with this other one how about try a different one and find out how many how many advanced yeah. features are out there you know not not every person can put those in their app and i just i, I don't i don't know how you wouldn't go five bucks i'll give it a try if i don't like it it's five bucks yeah I've just been driving here on geocaching that's probably spent that on the ga- last gallon of gas yeah but um, absolutely cheap. it's so cheap give it a try yeah thank well you worth for that it. sales pitch appreciate it yeah. <laughs> all right good night everybody